need the Bible. And you need a blade. Ah, oh, crap. I just need my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see with this on. All right. Welcome to the Spooky Screen, where five best friends review horror movies and television shows. For the last several weeks, we've been reviewing Showtime Network's breakout hit, Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets is a show about a group of high school girls who survive out in the wilderness after their plane crashes. Meanwhile, their adult counterparts grapple with the aftermath of that traumatic and mysterious ordeal 25 years later. Um, again, we are uh, the hosts of The Spooky Screen. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter and now YouTube at The Spooky Screen. Uh, before we move on, just want to say congratulations to uh, Melanie Linsky, who um, is adult Shauna on the show. She just won an award for the show, uh, Best Actress in a Drama Series at the Critics' Choice Award. So big congrats to her. Um, we're going to dive right into the finale episode. Spoiler synopsis. Yeah, okay. We could, we could do a little we can do a slow clap for her. I like the way creep. you murder lover. <laughs> so we'll do man. Uh, we're gonna do um we're gonna do an episode spoiler synopsis of the finale. So Shauna obviously seeks help from Misty. <laughs> Watching Nick try to drink that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really hard. Honestly. Yeah, I, I'm just not funny. drinking. I'm realizing I can't do it through this mask, so it's not going to happen tonight for me. We're going to move on to the episode spoiler synopsis of the finale, season finale of Yellow Jackets. Um, so we leave off with Misty uh, coming to help the rest of the girls uh, deal with Adam's dead body. Uh, Shauna starts to carve up a dead Adam like a turkey. Um, and Taisa and Misty are on DNA cleanup duty in his house. Uh, after they dispose of his body, the girls regroup um, at uh homecoming and they decide to walk in together in a very dramatic fashion uh meanwhile back in the wilderness uh the teenage girls um kind of rehash the events of doom coming where a, a bear suddenly appears and uh, lottie ends up killing it and it ends up being their dinner um Still uh, stewing in the aftermath of Doom coming, jo uh, Jackie and Shauna come to blows. Uh, secrets are revealed. Jackie decides to leave the cabin and sleeps outside. Um, back in the adults timeline, Misty frees Jessica from her Caligula Inn, um, where she smokes a cigarette laced with poison in her car and ends up dying. Uh, Javi is still missing from the events of Doom coming, and Travis is more desperate to find his younger brother. Uh, we still have no idea where he went, even by the end of the episode. Taisa wins her election, and her wife discovers exactly how she pulled it off. Uh, just a simple old ritual sacrifice of her dog and its heart in their basement. Shauna... Um, daughter sees a missing persons report for Adam on the television. Natalie, who is unable to cope with the fact that Adam may have just committed suicide, decides to do the Not same Adam as well. Travis. Sorry, Travis, my bad. Um, and a group of leisurely dressed cult members bursts into her hotel room and kidnaps her. Um, and uh, in the she gets a call at the very same moment uh, from her former sponsor uh, who works at the bank, revealing to her that 
the woman responsible for draining Travis's account before he was killed was named Lottie Matthews. Um, the very last scene, it has snowed outside um, in the well, not the very last scene, but it has snowed outside in the wilderness. Shauna realizes Jackie is still sleeping out there and has frozen to death in her sleep. Uh, she is horrified and uh, grieving. And in the last scene, Lottie takes the bear's heart and lays it uh, in a hollowed out tree stump as a sacrifice with Van and Misty as their subjugates. And she whispers in French, translated in English, shed blood, my beautiful friends, and let the darkness set us free. And thus concludes season one of Yellow Jackets. So with that being said, the gimmick is that we complete our outfit. We go all our uh, all out and the crazier, the better, the best costume amongst us five gets the esteemed title of the antler queen heading into season two. So I guess everyone just kind of goes in a circle and thinks, uh, calls out the person they think has the best costume. Me. Why don't you go first, Noah? Who do you think has the best costume? You can't vote for yourself. Johnny. We got we to gotta name an antler queen. All right. I'm going to say S- Steven. Nick? Um, I'm going to say Noah. Yeah. All right. Johnny? Me. <laughs> you can't <laughs> vote for yourself. Well, I'm the only one who's going to vote for me, so. <laughs> 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 Isn't that what an antler queen would do? No. Pick someone else. Johnny's giving me major, like, over the wall and Game of Thrones vibes. <laughs> I like the shirtless. Um, I really love the effort Nick put into this, so I'm going to pick Nick. <laughs> Damn, it's split. Okay. Dave, how about you? Nick, just to clarify, what's that, like, under your chin? Is that, like, it, fur? It's a this, fox he killed. It's a yeah, fox that. tail. Oh, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Nick and Noah had great evolution throughout the episodes. Damn. Uh, I'm going to go Nick. So it's a tiebreaker. Or no, it's a tie, isn't it? No, Nick wins. David. Well, no, Steven hasn't said anything yet. Steven hasn't voted. Well, yeah, how many votes does Nick have? I have two. Okay. And Noah has one vote? Yeah. Yeah. And you have one vote. I have one vote too. You can't vote so you, for yourself. So you're the tiebreaker. I'm gonna vote for Johnny. Noah. Yeah, boy. So now we have a tie. It's a tie. So you guys are gonna have to share the title of Antler Queen next year. I'm just gonna kill Nick next time I see him. <laughs> Do you see my tiger mask? I'm gonna eat you. Oh, you look I like you're straight out of Naruto, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so um all right. So we have our <laughs> We have our antler queens named for next season of Yellow May Jackets. May we reign in eternal. <laughs> let the blood um, shed. I will like kill you by next season. Shed blood, that... my friends, and let the darkness so, set you free. Is that is that Hennessy? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Crown Royal. Crown Royal. Oh my <laughs> nice. god! Yeah, that's for a, a queen. Model. It's fitting for a queen. It is very fitting. Um, Lift your, your lace up so you can kiss those sweet lips. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. We're going to move on to the theories recap um, because now that season one is over, we're going to do um, kind of a 
a body count of who got what right and what wrong. Oh. Um, so Noah, yeah. In, in regards to you, uh, uh-huh. you you basically predicted that by the end of the season they are going to sacrifice someone to appease this spill the blood god. Mm-hmm. Done pretty well there. Um, I believe question. I called out the specific person as well. Yep. So you also called out the fact that Jackie dies by the end of the season and everything turns to chaos. Um, and then you also called that one of the very last scenes would be Natalie finding out who drained Travis's bank account. But you said Misty. I did. I did. So you get a few you points. You also said that she would there. know. She didn't hear the call. Well, yeah. maybe she did, Johnny. The audience heard the you call. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we so, do. no, that scene was pretty apparent that she doesn't know. Yeah, that was a that was a for us the audience reveal. The other don't get butthurt that my theories were correct. <laughs> Moving on to David. My butter. Um so David, in terms of what you've got right for the season finale, is that winter is coming. Winter is here now officially. Um, and that is the only theory that you got right from this episode. <clears throat> I feel like that was pretty big. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it was like, the first scene of the series, so it's like it was like an inevitable thing. Like, yeah, it's uh, like hey, so you get I like mean, maybe I guess one it, point. It was like the last scene. I think there's gonna be a woman in the show. <laughs> Johnny, your theories were just like that. So <laughs> my theories nailed everyone on the head. Are you kidding? I was like, um, all right, Nick. Probably someone will die in this series. <laughs> someone will say the word. Nick, the... you are in last place with no theories correctly guessed. In the season finale, I'm so sorry. To first report. off, all I'm gonna say is I said Lottie was gonna end up being the big bad, and you didn't she, write it down. She did. He did say that. Oh, he did. Oh. That's right. Okay, never mind. You got that one. Boom. Right. Antler right. Queen wins. Uh, Queens. <laughs> Take your anthropology I, I said, shawl. I said Aisha was behind a lot of what was going on, and that is what? quasi true. What was say that again, Johnny? Taisa. She was behind all the uh, the future Johnny's- stuff. Johnny's trying to segue his. Uh, she was part of it. His lame theory. She sacrificed. She knew it. about. She knew about the cult. Still, she was. She still could doing be sleepwalking. Stuff. She could be sleepwalking. She's not sleepwalking, sacrificing. Yeah, she definitely got power from the cult or whatever. I know yeah. that. Twenty. We can. We can talk about that. Yeah. So Johnny, in terms of the theories that you got right in this episode, you said that a satisfying season finale is them leaning into the supernatural, and the source of it to have a role that. That clearly happened in this episode with Taisa winning the election and us knowing exactly how she did it. Um, the other thing that you also did was uh, you also correctly predicted was uh, Taisa knows what's going on with the symbol and, and boy, she is connected to it all and has a deep connection to whatever darkness. Correct prediction there as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I think that in regards to theories, Noah and Johnny probably come out one and two in this case. All right, let's fight. Uh, so All well right. done. You guys are going to now fight to the death. All right. Um, Johnny, anyways. Just, you might win. You have flying any. over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to likes and dislikes then. Um, I want to start with you, Johnny. Can you give us um, your opinion on this episode? Again, specific. And try to boil down your reason to the ultimate why. Let's hear well, the flip flop. What I will say is that Noah's opinion is literal garbage. <laughs> um, I I did like this episode. 
I did like it. I don't think I love it, but I think that it resolved enough pieces for me to watch the next season. I don't think the supernatural was explicit enough. I think that, yes, it was revealed. It was part of the cult and Lottie, but I still am interested in the source and they've given zero indication of it, which I think is kind of weak based on all that's happened. Um, what I, I also, what I did like though, was I liked some of the buildup of the action of Misty killing somebody. Thaisa's had a real ritual in her house. Like I think so, there was some things that happened that felt like there was movement and clarity in the story, but mm-hmm. ultimately I still think it was a little slow. So this was a like, I wouldn't say it's okay. a strong like, but okay. it was enough resolution in the story. I'm interested still. It didn't go out with a bang. It didn't go out with a whimper somewhere in between. Yeah. But you're interested enough to tune in for season two. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't love Jackie's departure. I think the show really struggles with the natural and the, the, um, maybe not natural. That's the wrong word. Um, the like accidental versus purposeful kind of events. And it, it constantly, graying that line and maybe that's on purpose but it's too confusing at this point like did jackie die because of the supernatural and those events or not like it 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 wants you to think both things it's very confusing okay i don't like that kind of attitude but okay all right we're gonna move on to noah what did you think about this episode i like this episode um it wasn't the big fat meaty tuna I wanted. Wait a uh, It wasn't the chaos I wanted. It was just kind of like a standard episode, but it was a good episode. Um, you know, I kind of realized by the time they do the Lottie reveal, it just it didn't feel satisfactory to me when they revealed Lottie because the show is so focused on red herrings that. I feel like they've kind of it kind of when you when you put everyone as a suspect and then kind of pull the rug out constantly after a while getting the rug pulled out on pulled out on you isn't surprising anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that I felt like I was robbed kind of it just didn't feel as natural as I would have wanted. And to me, that's the clincher of the episode and of the season that Lottie's still around. And that's kind of what's supposed to carry you into the next season. Will I continue watching? Yeah, I, I will. I, there's enough there for me to keep my interest. I will say that I don't know if it's the hype or what, but it, to me, I don't think I put it in my top five TV seasons of last year. I just think it's a it's okay if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a good TV series. It's a solid TV series. It's just not amazing like I like I've heard from a few mm-hmm. people. And I don't I don't know what I'm missing that they're seeing, but either way, that's how I feel. So okay, thank you for sharing, David. Why don't we go to you? All right. These last three episodes have sent me for a uh, roller coaster, 
And I know, Johnny, you called me out for praising episode eight and then like totally dumping on episode nine. Um, this last episode, right? Really well acted. I didn't like it. I didn't like this episode. Um, and I think ultimately why I didn't like it is a lot of people are bringing up like the reveals not being maybe as satisfactory or fine like not finite but um stable you know we keep throwing around the word red herring and i don't know i just think you know when you get one of these like shocking left field reveals in a show you as the viewer like to be able to put all the clues together that you've watched for the last however many episodes and you're like you feel smart and you're like oh i should have picked up on that oh i should have picked up on that it adds up all together i feel like some of the reveals other than the lottie thing didn't didn't add up to me i would watch season two just to see where they were going but I don't know if I'd watch much further. I don't know if I'd need to, unless they like completely floored me season two. I don't know if I'd need to finish this story. Okay. Thank you, David. Nick, what about you? Um, I did not like this episode. As a finale, it felt weak. It felt unjust. It felt like just another episode in the middle of the season. Uh, Jackie's death was completely anticlimactic. Whether it was supposed to be, if it was supposed to be an accidental death, not enough accidental, not enough death in general happened to, to that crew as they were out in the woods to justify an accidental death. Um, everything just seems to like, yeah, the reveal of Lottie being the big bad in the future was like, oh my god, like that was supposed to be a big deal, but like everything tries to wrap itself up way too neatly in, like, a nice, like, oh, like, let's send everyone home happy, but let's give you this small little dark undertone. And it just didn't cut it for me. It just didn't do it. Um, when I watch season two, I am strictly only interested in the first episode of season two because if they don't go balls to the wall insane with Lottie having supernatural powers, then this show has completely let me down. All right. Wow. Okay. So basically uh, a like, a soft like, a dislike, and then a strong dislike in the so order full of... full range. Yeah, almost. it's a full range. All right. Okay. The name of this review should be, Where Are the Dragons? <laughs> Wait, I wanted to ask a question. Who called left? out the fact that Van was kind of caught in the middle between life and death? Someone said Hi, that. Johnny, 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 Johnny you said that. So that kind of... Thing. That was cool. Yeah, that goes into your uh, your correct theories. What can I say? Um, you did forget to mention that Nick confirmed that Van. He guessed that Van was still alive. Oh, I confirmed that in the episode before. Oh, I thought you. Yeah, didn't he, he bought that. Up. Well, he bought that up in general. Before. I think we can all agree that ultimately I am the antler queen. No, I no. was surprised. I think, I think we can agree, Noah. No, honestly, I was surprised. I, I think how we many can. I think we, we agree. Right. I'm glad we agree. Actually, no. <laughs> What were you trying to say, David? I'm just going to say, I was surprised how many things we got right. Like, you, know, you mean like, me. Like, we were able to watch <laughs> this season and, like, kind of, like, get into the heads of the writers and, like, figure things out. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty heads. interesting. It was pretty impressive, I would say. Yeah, but but that... there were there were a lot of misses that I didn't highlight as well. So, it's Obviously. like... 
Obviously, clock is a clock is right twice. Yeah, but I, clock is right twice a day. So, but what I guess Not I me. mean is like, none of us should have guessed the ending for it to be like a completely floor you on your ass type ending. Like it should have been like what? I feel like all of us were correct about the ending because like it's almost as if this finale was just like let's satisfy every itch we can. Because what it gave it? Noah his ending, it gave me my ending, it gave Johnny his. Like, it kind of satisfied all of us. Yeah. What if this show went, like, I, I almost thought for a second this show was going to hard pivot and become a vampire show. Where, like, all, everyone, all, it was like a, a vampire coven, and it was just going to go deep CW oh God, style. I hope not. I, hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm happy it didn't, but it might have made even have more some... sense, to be honest. I do have an idea about that last scene. With no, 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 no. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to get into okay. fixing stuff, but I, I do have questions that I want to ask you guys. Um, I want to ask you for your highlights and your lowlights from this episode. So why don't we go in the same order that we did, Johnny? Highlight and a low light. Highlight for me uh, is the discovery of Taisa as secret room. Were you punching had, the air? What'd you say? Were you punching the air with excitement when that? I was. I I was very excited when the wife was. What's okay. her name? Taisa's wife. I forget uh, her name. I don't Isn't know. Vanessa? They don't say it very much. But I think it's I, Serena. I, maybe. I loved when she saw the vent and the blood, and like it was a good build up. I would have liked maybe a little bit, like more over the top in there, but I love that it was finally proof that Taisa was aware of what was going on the whole time. Mm-hmm. And actually, she was probably much more than aware. She's been lying to everybody. And yeah. it, it, what I like about that is it makes you question her character and her youth as well. So, like, it mixes the lines. That was my high. My low, I, you know, Noah did a great job calling it the Lottie, the call thing. Um, Lottie, it felt like an easy out, you know, like, and again, the supernatural is not explained by Lottie. Like Lottie is a medium for it and they they've just dodging the issue and the red herring buildup is too much for me. I like okay. I need I need some exposition in a meaningful, well-written way, not just like it could not be Lottie. It might it could be somebody else using Lottie's social security number. Like it's the show never commits and it's getting annoying. Got it. Like they Noah. should have panned on Lottie's face or something like make it real. Right. You know? Like introduce her adult character in the season finale. Exactly. Something. Maybe Get, they like, just have. a snip of her evil face. Got it. All right. Noah, what about you? Low light hi- highlights. The highlight for me was the girls working together to get rid of the body. Uh, I thought that was, I liked how the characters played off with each other. I liked how Missy and Shauna, you know, how there was kind of some resentment there on unspoken resentment but misty kind of took charge and just the way she got rid of the body was really interesting and fun how she you know cut the head off cut the hands off put them in a person that got burned and i'm pretty i was pretty convinced that she actually killed that old person but i don't think it's confirmed um not yet i don't think yeah I thought that was a highlight for me and the rare time where I thought the past was more interesting than the present. And then the low light. Sorry, the present was more interesting than the past. Mm-hmm. The low light for me was, I have already mentioned it, the Lottie reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's just like I said, I don't want to rehash it, but it's just, you know, when you have too many red herrings, your reveals just seem kind of, they, they miss, they lack the punch mm-hmm. and Jackie dying was, was good. But I, I, I do think the cold dying in the cold was less impactful than, I don't know. Like I said, it, it was fine. It was fine. It just, mm-hmm. it just wasn't maybe what I expected and it didn't, again, it lacked the punch. Got it. What about you, David? Um, I'm going to think my, my highlight, I think, is, is the cult reveal and the kidnapping of Natalie. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the Lottie reveal, um, but I do think that the cult reveal was something that we were all like itching for because they had been dropping this symbol throughout the whole season. So we're really, I know me personally, that was the payoff that I was looking for. Like, what is this symbol tied to? And to see like a real group or organization tied to it when they flashed the guy's necklace. Yeah. Um, that was a highlight for me. That was the most interesting. And I think low light was honestly, I think the low light was all the reveals. I wish they kind of focused in and laser focused on one big reveal that left us all like on the floor. And it was just like, all right, we've built up mystery after mystery after mystery. And now we're going to give you a little bit of tidbit, a little bit of tidbit, a little bit of tidbit. Oh, everybody's not who, who they think you are or who they think they are. It's like, we already knew that. We already knew this show was like full of deception and like, and whatnot. And I guess to have that confirmed is okay, but to me, it was just too many, like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was one after the other for you. Yeah. It it seemed like they were saving it for the very tail end, basically. And then they were just like, here you go, boom, 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 and then the season ends. Like, I think the reveal of her, I think, like, Taisa winning, that was, like, easy to call. But I definitely think maybe, I don't know, maybe it's like the reveal was saved for the opening of season two. I don't know. I just think it was too many. I don't, like, yeah, again. No, 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 I'm not, I'm, not re- to... I'm not rewriting it. I'm just saying my low light was like, there was too many like, oh my God moments. That's it. Which sounds weird, but yeah. It, okay. it does sound weird, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about other shows that like end on that like slam note that leave you floored. Are you trying to like, argue that there were too many reveals that it just every reveal was less impactful than the one before it? Well, it's just like it's like a spider web. It just like keeps keeps going, or like a maze. It just like keeps going, and I get that it's like a mystery show, but it's like it's like almost like too many things to theorize about. You know, I don't know. Okay, all right, I mean, Nick. I'm not, what about I'm not you? saying it eloquently enough. Nick, what about you? Um, I'm gonna say highlight. Honestly, it's hard for me to find because I did not like this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think the highlight for me is it's a tie between Shauna's daughter seeing Adam on the TV and mm-hmm. as her parents watched saying, like, you know, this man's been missing. Mm-hmm. Um, that pulls at a particularly interesting thread. 
Um, and I think that's tied with the cult revealing itself when they kidnapped her. Just the fact that finally, like David said, we got an organization. Like, there's finally a man behind the curtain, more or less. And not just... Woman. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Though. Come on. Um, Nick. The low light of the episode for me was Jackie's death. It was incredibly anticlimactic. Yeah. It was just the fact that she was like, I'm huffy and I'm annoyed and then fall- dies falling asleep in the cold. Like for someone who was supposed to have like real impact on the lives of these characters, especially the future characters and future Shauna, that is a very, it, it, it's a very cheap way out. They could have done so much better. It could have been way more impactful and it just really lacked the oomph that was needed for it. To check your prostate, one thumb up your bum, you're good. Check it out. Yeah, I was like, thumb how do you up. check your prostate? Thumb thumb. All right, we're gonna go back to uh questions. Um, okay, so the second question I wanted to ask you uh on this episode was Are you excited for season two now that you've seen the finale? Um, it seems like Nick, I got an answer from you. You are only willing to give it up to episode one, and you would probably check out after that, but. Johnny, yes, episode you... one needs to go balls to the wall. Like if yeah. it doesn't put it, if it doesn't give it, it give it its all, then this show is going nowhere, in my opinion. Okay. So Johnny, what about you? Are you excited for next season, or are you just kind of like, eh? You know, I I was one of the early adopters in terms of saying this show is gonna prove itself, mm-hmm. and this show has made me look a fool. <laughs> so what I will say is I am willing to let it try, but I would not say I'm very excited. I think that this show has proven to use the red herrings as a mechanism to get you engaged, but they deliver on a different storyline. Whatever the writers want to deliver on. Right now it's about the cult and the dynamics, but really what draws us in is the mystery of why did the crash happen? Was it purposeful? What is the supernatural elements? You know, but it doesn't really deal with those questions. It deals with the drama that it wants to. So until it starts leaning into it, I don't think I could be excited. Okay. No, what about you? Are you excited for season two? No. Um, I think a lot of people said what I wanted to say. It's just, you know, it's hard to get excited about it when the when it keeps when it keeps pivoting. Um, I will watch it. But I have lower expect lower expectations this time, and maybe that is good. Um, I will say it's just it's so hard for me to get excited about the cult. It's so hard for me to get excited about Taisa because it just feels like an episode or two later they just say, "Oh, Taisa wasn't really involved," or there isn't really a cult. Like you know mm, what I mean? Like that's keep, what it feels yeah. like. So it's really hard for me to get excited about anything or follow any storyline because it's just constantly shifting too much. They keep trying to pull the rug underneath your feet. Yes, and okay. so it's it's really hard for me to get excited. Like I, I just don't trust anything anymore. I don't I don't trust what is what we're seeing because it's done it so many times. So, right. but I will watch it because I do still have interest and I I want to see how it plays out. I just don't have faith in it, and maybe that's mean, but it's true. Okay. Uh, honesty is appreciated here. Dave, what about you? I think Noah said it uh, way better than I was trying to say it. Like, there were just too many, like, uh, rugs being pulled off under you. Yeah. But um, I would give it a couple weeks, and then I would binge, like, 
be like three, four episodes. Okay. I don't know if I'd watch right away, but I'd wait until there was like a good chunk of episodes that I could sit down and watch in consecutively, unless we review season two, and then I would watch it. But the the biggest deterrent for me in all actuality is the idea of this going on for four to five years. That's the what old- a lot of uh, that's what I've seen um, expressed the- in a lot of online forums. The older I get, the more I respect a creator being able to have mm-hmm. a vision and tell me a complete story, even if it took 25 episodes, if it was just one complete story. I don't I don't want to be strong on for seven, eight yeah. seasons. I I don't I don't I honestly I don't think stories that have gone on that long and that great. Case in point, Game of Thrones. I mean I know there's a lot behind a lot more behind that statement, but I think there is a I think there's something to be said in a creator that can deliver a compelling story in two to three seasons. Mm-hmm. or even one yeah well said um i have my doubts as well about a five season length for this series um May I? yeah go for it nick um i think this shows let me get closer to my mic i think part of this show's issue is this show is a show i feel like a lot of shows could make the length of like being four to five seasons but the unsatisfactory thing about this show is mainly that they pivot so much and they don't deliver they're just like oh when this when is this question going to be answered when's this question going to be answered when's this question going to be answered and naturally you always want all those answers answered at the end of the season but you want the culmination of those answers to still give you one lingering mystery because you're like wait a minute we know this but you know and that never delivered it was still like look the world is still a mystery and i'm like yeah i still feel just as lost as when i walked in there's yeah. nothing to help me feel familiar. Um, Dave said it best in the sense that, like, you know, you don't see the breadcrumbs that'll lead you to the next, like, oh, that's a haunted mansion. Like, yeah, it's it's different, but it's also still, like, mysterious and scary, and it's still threatening. Like, there's nothing, like, we're still lost in the, just as lost in the woods as these girls are. There's nothing that we can hold on to that made us feel satisfied with what they did. They're still mm-hmm. at day one. After 10 episodes, it's still very day one. Yeah, in some ways, I, I would say that uh, season one felt like a prequel to the main show premise, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I would say the one question that I wanted to ask to the group was, are you guys disappointed because we're not at the point that was teased in the pilot episode? Or is it just more the writing tendencies of the show it seems like a couple of things highlighted there was like constant red herrings constant bait and switch constant you know like what i guess is like the main um issue that you um guys are having with this series yeah um i can go um i hate to compare it to another show but i will game of thrones for example david mentioned it the first season very much like this teases the white walkers right mm-hmm. and then it doesn't nothing nothing the first season but something so drastic happens at the end of season one that it sets up all the chess pieces where you just go oh my gosh what's going to happen now 
And the show Game of Thrones is very much seems very anti, at least the first season, anti red herring, right? Very much you see it is what it is, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. very, very much stuck in where they are to the point where you're putting faith in characters that you probably shouldn't because they're so stuck in their ways. It was a clear establishment of characters, um, setups, things like that. This just felt very like you're just thrown into a party and you don't know anyone and no one really tells you anything. And that's very frustrating. And you still don't really, as everyone said, you don't really get the sense that you know anyone by the end of it. And the party promises like a big, you know, firework display at the end. And it it really doesn't happen. And they go, Oh, we're not going to have a firework display. We're going to have a chocolate fondue fountain instead. And you're like, well, okay, but you don't have enough to carry me over to the chocolate fondue fountain because what, because there's nothing else there. You know, there's just, it's just strangers in a party that I don't know. Right. I don't know if that analogy makes any sense, but <laughs> that's what I'm going with. You gave it your best shot. I gave yeah. it my best shot. I hope it yeah. makes sense. All right, cool. I, if so, I, if I yeah. I think that was, as the question you're posing, Stephen, that was probably their biggest mistake. I don't think it's... What was their ever, biggest mistake? I don't think it's ever a good idea to tease a scene that we're all waiting for and bait you along and don't end with it. And my best example is Breaking Bad. You know, you started, you pitched this show to us as like the new Breaking Bad or like you kind of paralleled it to it. I will never forget the shock and awe that I had when, um, uh, I think it's Brian Cranston's character that finds the baby toy by the pool the baby doll by the pool and all season you're like what the hell he just found like a random toy by his pool and then it's the plane crash or the plane explosion reveal Mm -hmm. at the end and you're just like spoiler alert well yeah i mean that shows like what 10 years old doesn't matter at this point but that was such a good through line where you're like oh my god you're like guessing like this baby doll has nothing to do with the storyline or nothing to do with the season and then all of a sudden at the end then everything ties together you you like you see all the breadcrumbs you see everything i think it was an interesting pull in with this like cannibalistic like you know tease but there was no payoff there yeah they didn't revisit it i Mm -hmm. mean maybe like you guys were saying like oh it's winter in the scene in the beginning that's winter at the end of this end of the season but honestly i would have ended with like doom party like to me that would have been like the perfect tie-in to that first scene mm-hmm. um and it and it wasn't okay well thanks guys for answering all my <clears throat> questions um we're going to uh actually wrap this up i'm going to ask you for your final scores a review of the season finale episode, like one sentence, if you want to provide it, if you don't totally fine. And then we're going to close out our review of yellow jacket season one. So we're going to move to reviews and scores. So Johnny, why don't you give us your final score of this episode? And then if you want to review it with one sentence, go for it. 
My final score for this episode is a six. Six. Okay. I, yes, six. Um, I think this, they put a little too much pressure on this episode. I think this is a good episode as a, as a, as just a standalone episode. I think as a finale, it was weak because of the pressure put on it. And yeah. I think they couldn't recover. So that's okay. why it has to get a six um, because of its location in the season and the lack of information we all left with. Okay. Noah, what about you? Score and review? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a seven. Like Johnny, I think it was a good episode if you took it from a standalone point. But the finale aspect is really weak. And it kind of made me lose faith in the series. But otherwise, I think it would keep other people's attentions really well. And a lot happened enough to make it keep me watching, keep it interesting. Okay. So seven. Thank you. David. Uh, Five out of ten because those actors acted the hell out of those roles, I feel like, this season. But ultimately, I was unsatisfied with the conclusion. And a sentence review for the episode or for the season? Sorry. Uh, for the episode. For the episode. Um, too many reveals. Um, that's it. Okay. Unfocused. Nick. Um, Foxman. I'm going to go with... Uh, so I'm going to agree with Johnny and Noah. If this was a standalone episode, this would get a six. But because it's the finale, it gets a four. Oh, man, you're so it's inc- heartless. It's incredibly weak. This was their time. This was their moment. And they just choked at the finish line and decided not to do anything with it other than another red herring of catch us next season. I and feel like I, I inconvenienced Nick I, by I, making I, him watch this entire season. Yeah, he hates the show Yeah, he so hates much. the show so much. Yeah. I, I really tried. And this show, I feel like it also didn't do me any favors when you said this is going to be like the next Breaking Bad or or that because then it really did put it at a level above like shows like Breaking Bad sit in an echelon all their own mm-hmm. so like when you put it within that same bracket you're just like okay then this is going to be good I think this season has been uh, two things that I've taken away from the season and reviewing it episode up by episode with you guys is one, there is quite a different viewing experience when we binge versus when we go episode to episode. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that hype is truly a factor in terms of how much you can enjoy a show because yeah. I went into Yellow Jackets nearly blind. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Showtime episode, you know. Seems like a neat concept. Let's give it a shot. And I watched it and I really enjoyed it. And I still do enjoy it. I I will say officially that it's still my favorite show that I've seen in 2021 with like Squid Games and the White Lotus and Mayor of Easttown, like a close second, third and fourth. But Yellow Jackets remains my favorite of last year. Um, so, um, yeah, with that being said, um, I think that this was overall uh, just like highly enjoyable experience even though we might not have enjoyed the show at times or not have yeah. enjoyed it at all cough <laughs> nick cough um, I've enjoyed this experience. i think this was yeah. a very good social experiment yeah 
And I think that there's a lot that we kind of have learned about how we consume television shows and how that's kind of evolved since the days of your, you know, um, days of but anyways, lost. the final score for this episode is a six. Um, I'm getting some restrained excitement about season two. Jury's still out on whether we'll we'll be reviewing it episode by episode. We'll probably reevaluate when it does premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, um, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to this series. This is our first television series review. So thank, thank you. you for tuning in week by week. Um, and uh, we just want to uh, shout out your support. Um, also, just a quick reminder that, again, we are on Twitter and Instagram. And now on YouTube, full video episodes at the Spooky Screen, and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll hopefully uh, continue to do more of these in some shape or form in the future. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you and good night. <laughs>